Okay, everyone, welcome to another exhilarating episode of Not So Common Sense. So, I know you guys have been saying, damn, you've been doing a bunch of wrestling so far. Yeah, I have, you know. My wife and I decided to take mostly the wrestling stuff and bring it to my podcast since she's not doing it. <laughs> and I had to drag her to do it, let's be real. We're going through some hardship right now where we are trying to, you know, find a new place. You know, and moving is hard. <laughs> Trust me, we're about to talk about it, right? So, I'm here watching YouTube as I normally like to do, just chilling, watching YouTube. You know, right now she's at work. I'm off of work because the job is being ridiculous and trying to have us move back and forth around where she works and I don't and I don't and she don't work when I work instead of having us both work at the same time. Right? Dumbass. But hey, it is what it is. You know, we can't do nothing about it. <laughs> so you gotta go with the flow. But I'm sitting here and I'm enjoying myself watching YouTube, you know, I'm by myself, you know, for a while, you know just sitting here watching YouTube, and my God, I see a video that doesn't have that many views because this guy doesn't have a big of a channel. I mean, like, he put up a video about three hours ago and it barely had 300 views. So he basically got like 100, 100 views per hour. Better than what I'm doing because I ain't doing shit. But the video is titled Worst Argument for Racism. Well, that's tie into what my, you know, podcast is going to be about. Which I'm going to be talking about a bunch of conservative nonsense. I love to do that. Because conservatives are idiots. You know. We're going to look at this video and one of his big ones that I wanted to talk about too. Might just do the actual video. Yeah, I'm just going to do the actual video by actually. I'm not going to use his. But Matt Walsh being the idiot. You know, we're going to talk about that and a bunch of other stuff, you know, just hitting on conservative nonsense, just trying to tell you about why conservatives are just plain idiots, right? But first thing I'm going to get into is going to be about a little known document, uh, comedy, excuse me, not documentary, comedy that the Daily Wire is trying to do. I put quotations up if you can't, you can't see it, but yeah. So, cause I'm not even going to play the, uh, trailer. You don't need to even go look for it, but they supposedly doing this comedy where it's about people playing, you know, these men getting into playing basketball because they're using the whole, gender confirming here and stuff like that gender ideology and they're saying that they are men and they just up and say you know today I'm a woman right that's what I believe it's about but the trailer is shitty let's be real it's shitty because it depicts them playing basketball as though they're men but they're not just going against women. They're going against other men because, of course, a little bit of racism comes involved where the guys de-pass a black guy 
And they're like, oh my God, that's the biggest dick I've ever seen on a woman. Right, trying to make it seem as if they, you know, being racist for one, because of sexualizing black people, and then, you know, the whole thing about the women. This thing is not funny at all. It's bullshit. I mean, even in the early 2000s, this thing wouldn't have been funny. If you see this as funny, you're just a bigot. Seriously, it's not funny at all. I mean, really, it ain't. It's like, it's not even triggering. Right, that's another thing. It's like it's not even triggering. It, if you want to consider it triggering, the only thing it triggering people with is how bullshit it is. It's like you feel like you can do the job better. As a matter of fact, I could do the job better. You know, if you want to make it seem as if, like, if you want to do that, instead of punching down, you punch up. So what you think you'll be? Oh, you make it funny by actually having the guys think that they can take on these women, WNBA players who would be make, make sure to do that. You actually might want to get a few of them as well to be in it. If you want some cameos to make it a little bit hit a little bit better, you know, start off with the whole thing of them doing like parodying what actually happened where some dude bought some tickets to a full front court and brought a blanket and shit and laid down during the game. Again, this motherfucker is funny because you don't have a damn job anyway. So you're not that important. He was an NBA, like former NBA player because he was like spending or, you know, he lost his job. You know, hey, only thing I got to say, Dave would say, well, hey, I got a paycheck. He doesn't. I mean, hey, I would say, yeah, go ahead and hit and go to sleep because you're going to be going to sleep on the goddamn street because you don't have a job. <laughs> but anywho, you make fun of that by having them do that. They think they can beat these women. They go out there and get their ass kicked by these women. Like, by halftime, they all tired and windy. And it's like 50 to nothing. Right? <laughs> 50 to nothing. And... They're like, oh, man, good game, good game. They're like, what are you talking about good game? There's only halftime, bro. they looking all bewildered. Oh, my God. We got another goddamn two quarters of this year. Right? That's how you make it funny. That's how you make it funny. That's how you make it funny. The stuff they're doing on that ain't. Not only is it fucking illogical as all get out, not that comedy is supposed to be logical to point, but it has to have some form of logic in it. I mean, damn, this is bored. This is not even, this is worse than Airbud, really. You know, seriously, this is worse than Airbud. Like, oh, don't you say a dog can't play? Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. A dog cannot be on the football field playing football. Because a dog can play football, that means I can tackle it. And I break Pooch's back. A dog cannot play basketball. Because that means I I can take the ball from Pooch and then dunk on him. Y'all down the man. Seriously. Airbud sounds fun to a child, but only to a child. And this is the exact same level 
with the Daily Wire. This sounds funny to a child, but only to children. That just shows you the level of intellect you're dealing with, with right-wingers. They hadn't gotten out of kindergarten, elementary school, because their mind is set in elementary school, because they haven't, they haven't matured past elementary. They hadn't gotten to high school yet. Seriously. Because I looked at it, and the trailer was bullshit. It wasn't funny at all. The cameos is from right-wing idiots that you expect to be on there who trying to do a sell job on these individuals. It's not going to sell that good. Seriously, it ain't. The best that they can do is buy a bunch of fucking tickets or buy it up with the organization themselves and spend money on it. But if you're just spending money just for the fanfare, that's an embarrassment. I mean, they already did beforehand, but that came out as an embarrassment when people went to empty-ass theaters playing the damn movie. If y'all remember that. It's embarrassing. And it's not going to sell that good. The Daily Wire just doesn't do good. The only thing they can do is grift off of right-wing individuals. It's not grabbing... It's not gathering any type of steam. It's not going to get any average people's attention. It's not going to get anybody else's attention. The Daily, like, if you want to talk about Daily Why Your Kids, well, it, it did. It got on CNN because it was making fun of it for being a knockoff of Bluey. So if you want to take the notoriety of being a Bluey knockoff, then go ahead and do that. Go ahead and do that. You want to be a bluey knockoff? Go right ahead. Go right ahead. Go right the fuck ahead. That's not going to get you a lot of attention. And it's not going to get you a lot of money. Because being a knockoff or something ain't good. Because why? What's the always, always thing you can always say? Why would I go for the knockoff if I can get the general copy? I can get the genuine thing. As conservatives, they don't go for the Trump light. They can get Donald Trump himself. Wow, that seems to be what's happening right now. I'm not surprised. It's just that, like, for real. This is an embarrassment. <laughs> I, I, I don't understand why conservatives just can't advance. Like, at some point in time, you got to understand that you're stuck in the age where no one else is going to be in. You know, it's like those individuals who want to live like his 19... 70 disco era stuff when all those 70s clothing and things like that trying to live like the 70s don't have an email don't have a cell phone 
It's going to be hard. Time pass you by. Pay phones don't work no more. Nobody got beepers. And that's 80s, 90s anyway. No one uses yellow pages. Like those people like, oh, I still need my yellow pages. No one uses that. We can look up these individuals on Google. You can look up phone numbers on Google. You can look up phone numbers on Bing. You can look up phone numbers on on Yahoo. Whatever search engine of your choice. You can look up these organizations there. Why would I waste time making an actual fucking book that has a bunch of goddamn motherfucking numbers in it? Get with the times. Get a cell phone. They're cheap as shit. Some of them are giving away for fucking free. <laughs> Get a cell phone. Right? It's going to be an embarrassment. You try to live like that. Because if they people can't get in contact with you and he's like, oh, his, his self is a, I can shoot you an email. Right? I don't have an email. You don't have an email? Can I see your text? I don't have a text. I have, I have a house phone. You have a house phone. How can I get in touch with you easier? More direct. Well, you can send me a, a regular snail mail. It's called snail mail for a reason because it's slow. No one uses uh, letters and shit. They don't do that. Get a cell phone. Stop playing. Right? You want to expect for them that to do that. You want to expect for them to do that. You got to get with the times. You got to get up. You got to be able to do things. You know, you got to start maneuvering. You can't just sit there. You got to get with the times. My dad, he's 50 years old, doesn't act like he acts as if he's 90. And he's helped with literally everything, but he wants the latest and greatest of all tech, but he needs help using it. He's afraid to do anything on it. Unless it's getting caught by, uh, you know, scams. Because he's too stupid to think that the scams are scams. Right? Come on now. Get with the times. Know things. Get, get get hip to things. No Saudi prince is gonna send you money. No big no big booty woman is gonna want to meet with you. You know, big titty, slender waist, big thighs, big ass. Oh yeah, honey, I want to make with you. Send me all your bank account information so for us to do so. No, why do I need to give you my bank account information? He hadn't even met face to face. Get out of here, scammer. You gotta get with the times, right? All I have to say, you gotta get with the times. I don't understand why conservatives can't just do that. It's okay that trans people play women's sport. 
it's not like they actually give a fuck. Seriously, they don't. They try to say they, oh, we care about women's sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about the WNBA? Y'all make fun of it all the time and say that it's trash. But you care about women's sports, though. No, you care about being a bigot and stopping trans people from existing. Because you don't like them. Here's the funny thing. No one likes conservatives. It's not a lie. They try to even make their own dating sites multiple times. And every last one of them flopped. They flopped. Like, seriously, they flopped. Trump daters, conservative daters, whatever the fuck. All these dating sites failed tremendously. Candace Owens' husband had one tried to leech off of Kanye West losing his goddamn fucking mind and try to get this retard to buy his dating site that he had to relieve some debt that he had on him. But even this idiot was like, oh no, I don't want that shit. That's trash. <coughs> it's just like, really? What the hell did you expect? Of course it's going to be trash. Of course it's going to be trash. It's only Republicans on there. And even Republican women don't like Republican men. Because why? When it comes face to face with you, when you have to put your face into the goddamn shit and actually smell it, you know it stank. So the conservative women can say all this stuff all they want, but when it comes to them and actually had to deal with it, oh yeah, you want to get a, a conservative man? You really want a conservative man? All right, go ahead. Let me just go ahead. Date this conservative man who doesn't think he has any of a value, but being a hole for them to nut in. You had to cook. You had to clean. You had to be there for them to be a hole to fuck. Oh, by the way, by the way, you have to be comfortable with them having sex with a bunch of other women. But here's the kicker. You cannot come close to another man another day in your life. You're stuck in the house. You don't have any money. You can't go anywhere. You're only there for to please them and them alone. If the house ain't clean, it's your fault. You, oh, yeah, you got to be comfortable with them putting their hands on you, too. Oh, yeah. They like to beat women physically. Punch on them, kick on them. You got to be comfortable with doing that. You got to be comfortable with them yelling at you. Right? Once you start to hear that shit and realize that's what you're going to be stuck with for the rest of your life. Because, God, by the way, you can't divorce them. So once you get in a relationship with them and you marry them, you stuck with them for the rest of their lives. You're in two. But I said theirs because more likely it would end with that man being killed by the wife. Because they've been so fed up dealing with the bullshit that they wind up killing their damn husband. Oh, you don't want to go through that. 
You uh, let me get a nice liberal man, a nice progressive man that's gonna treat me like I'm nice. I'm a, I'm a queen. He gonna go out there. He gonna go to work. He gonna, he gonna love up on me. I can go get my own money. I can go chill. I can go talk with the girls. He not gonna worry about me going there having sex with another dude because I, I go with another damn dude when I got him. Oh, change of scenery, change of different ideas, right? Of course, of course, of course it's going to be that. So that's the reason why all those conservative dating sites failed because they couldn't find a woman to be on there. <laughs> because even conservative women don't want to be with conservative men. Because they just that bad. Right? All that's to say is that getting back from this tangent, this video, this this comedy is gonna be trash. There's a lot of other things that the Daily Wire push out. Only conservatives are gonna like it. So it's not gonna sell as good. I don't even know if the movie or show, whatever the fuck it is, is gonna be out. Don't know when it's out. Don't give a shit. Not if I don't like that. I just saw the trailer for it and it was ridiculous. <laughs> Right, it was just fucking ridiculous. Uh, so, let's transition into this video that I have here before I start talking about Matt Walsh. Let's talk about this video here because I have it here and I want to finally play it. This guy's argument. This is this sucks. Are you kidding me? Like you you can't you can't do any better than this? Oh, because the, like the Klan isn't out there literally slaughtering black people in the streets. It's fine. Yeah, that's how racism works. Good job, dude. That's oh, a preview. All right, so this short video showed up on my feed. It's called "The South Wasn't as Racist as We Were Told." Got. So, this is a black conservative grifter. Because all black conservatives are grifters. None of them actually believe the shit that they say out their mouths, including Jesse Lee Peterson. None of them do. None of them believe the shit they say out their mouths. They just use it for money anyway. Right? So. He's going to talk about this video. It's like a TikTok type of thing. So, I'm just going to let it play and talk about it. Completely. I'm almost about, oh, it's got over a thousand views now. It's from a day ago. And you, you may notice something about this guy and this caption, right? That would, uh, you know, lead you to believe that the two don't exactly fit together if you're a liberal, of course. But if you're a leftist like me, you know there's no shortage of black grifters on the right. So let's hear him out. Let's not call him a grifter yet because we got to <laughs> listen to what he actually has to say, of course. But, you know, something tells me that I'm not going to like the message. So let's just see what he has to say. I know what? I know what the South was that racist. You know, most people assume that the South is super racist and Klansmen. Shit, I know I thought that. I know for sure for the longest time I thought the South is where the, you know what I'm saying, burning crosses, Mississippi burning. The, the South is a big place, first of all. So it depends on where in the South that you're at. 
If you're in one of the cities, like Texas has some very blue cities. There are very blue cities all over the place. Alabama, like their biggest city is blue. Most big cities are very blue voting. You know, they're very tolerant people there. When, when you get into the rural areas, that's where you start to run into trouble. But if you're not ever in the rural areas, then you might be led to believe that there's simply no racism because you have not personally experienced it. Although, Yes, 100%. Because I live in Baltimore. If you're outside of the United States or hell, even the damn inside the United States, but you live outside of Maryland and you hear the word Baltimore, the first thing you think of is a bunch of crime. You think of a bunch of riots, you know, you think of about, you know, Donald Donald Trump said, rat and rodent infested mess, right? You think that, you know, like even like you, you may know that one of the nicknames of Baltimore is body more because you always have more bodies than everybody else. Meaning people die here more than everyone else. We always have more death here than anywhere else, period. Right. I've been living in Baltimore for 33 years. For the bulk of it. I lived either on Pimlico Road or Park Heights. Yup. Park Heights. Garrison. You know, Park Heights, Garrison. You know the names if you are a person that lives here in Baltimore. You will say, good God, how do he live? Pretty finely. Matter of fact, that was sometimes even left the door open. Yup. <laughs> door open. Unlocked. Left the house. Went away. Went to work. What? They can't be. In Baltimore, you shit would have been stolen. Trash. House burnt down. Nope. Because why? Like they always say, there's always those areas that aren't as bad as you think it is. The area I lived in, you had Jewish people there, Latinos, which had a, a literally part of the neighborhood where you we call Latinville, where most of them lived at. You had, of course, black people mixed in as well. A nice general mix, and a few white people, regular white people. General mix of people. Houses going for $200,000 now. What? $200,000, $300,000 homes? Where the fuck were you living at? Where can you find that on Park Heights and Garrison? Pimlico Road. What the hell? Yup. There were times where I would just go for a jog. Matter of fact, with the track next day, I would go uh, walk on the track. Exercise. Do a couple laps around the track, a couple laps up and down the steps, come back home tired, drag my ass to the house, go to sleep, you know, wake up, walk my body off and everything. Yeah. Weird, right? (laughs) 
Kings win. But like he said, a lot of these areas have those, you know, oasis in there. And then you got parts even here in Maryland, that are, which is a very blue state that I wouldn't even step close to because I might get lynched just crossing the goddamn barrier. Middle River. Just say that. Middle River. I'm pretty sure I'll get lynched out there. Sundown towns. Right? Sundown towns. You know those type of areas. But wait. Why? Because every state has those type of areas. Right? Definitely, like you said, you go to most big cities. Most big cities are left leaning and you're not going to see that much if any type of racism at all. And then you're going to have the Klansmen sitting right out next door to you if you go to certain areas. Waiting for you to come through so they can go ahead and lynch well, that's not really, that doesn't track, right? Like, there's clear, I mean, there's clear evidence that racism is, in fact, worse in red states. Let's take a look. Alabama violent crime victims, often poor, black, formerly jailed, and would never, quote, never call the police, report. In a report titled Afterward, published April 27th, Stab at Alabama Appleseed paints a portrait of people who have been victimized in their experiences with the criminal justice system. Our goal is doing this work, and doing this work was to better understand what this community experiences, says Leah Neil- Nelson, Research director in Alabama, Appleseed, in an interview on Monday. Who these people are who experience the criminal justice system, both when they break laws and when they are crime victims. What they feel, what they need, what they want, what they are already doing, all those things. So let's take a look real quick afterward. Let me see if there's any like tables that we can just look at real quick. Race and ethnicity. We separately conducted a community conversation with family Latinx next people, blah, blah, blah. Everyone who took our surveys or participated in the discussion was compensated with a gift card. Data from our services entered into an online portal, then downloaded, cleaned, and analyzed. Okay, so this is like the breakdown of people that they talked to who experienced some kind of uh, violent crime, right? If they or a loved one had experienced violent crime. So this is the breakdown of 401 Alabamian, Alabamians, I guess. Okay, oh, I see. So this is 401 random people that they talked to. Yeah. And this is the breakdown of those 401 people. So, th- like... It was mostly, it was like 66% black people. Like, that's what this is saying, is that 66% of the people that they spoke to who, who participated in this were black, who experienced violence or, uh, you know, uh, had a family member who experienced violence. So there you go. I mean, this is in- insanely disproportional. Like, I don't know what the demographic population of uh, Alabama is, but if it lines up with... It li- no, it, it lines up like that because you got places like Birmingham... It has a lot of black people with it. You know. So yeah, that's actually kind of true. That would kind of lean that way. States, it's about like 13% black people, right? And yet they make up this much, just according to this survey at least, people who have experienced some kind of violent crime against them. Exactly, because it's like, like I said, places Sorry, in Birmingham. Long, but that's what we're working with. So I, I get the feeling that this guy is just going off of personal experience. Here's the thing about black conservatives is every single time it's the same bullshit. It's like, well, bro, I live in Alabama, and let me tell you something. I have never experienced racism a day in my life. It's never happened. It simply does not happen. And I'm also black, by the way, which you can see by my skin tone. And therefore, I'm going to say that, uh, you know, racism doesn't exist. Like, that's always the argument. It's a- yes, as 100% the argument of a black grifter's. 
they always like to use that as an argument. Even though you can prove them wrong with all the facts and logic and data. It's because conservatives understand it. They lost the fight on data. So, no longer do they say, well, facts don't care about your feelings. Is my feelings don't care about your facts. Because the only thing I have is my feelings. Because all the facts are against me. That's how it really is. You can hear it with Ben Shapiro. If you watch Ben Shapiro, 99.9% of the time, he's going to use his feelings. Feelings, 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 feelings. It's not going to be anything logical. Nothing factual. He's not going to use anything to back it up with, like, data. There's always feelings. Not logic and data. Because he knows now all the science and logic and data are against him. But let's keep it going. Always deferring to their own personal experience and never the statistics. So we're going to get more of that from this guy. And the, all of that. The South is not as racist as we've all thought. 26%. Why? See, let me tell you what I noticed. Can you bring up any type of data to prove this? Instead of just your feelings? Is he going to bring up something that is a factual statement that actually connects logically to the statement of why racism doesn't exist and it's not as racist? Is he going to bring up, hey, it's not as racist as it was during the 1960s where you had police officers literally holding machine down and giving guns to a bunch of people like they did in the 1930s, 40s, and 20s and whatnot, right? Is he going to do that? No, he's not. He's going to bring up his feelings and something that is a outlier but doesn't make any damn sense. Right? So what would that mean? And then, as usual, I tell you exactly what that statement actually means in reality. Think I'm joking? Let's go. Do most black people in the whole country live in the South? (laughs) Why do most black people who in the country live in the South? Well, if you opened up a textbook and went to school at least one time in your life and graduated high school... You will have learned if your state actually teaches it because, you know, these conservatives try to outlaw it now and trying to make sure it doesn't exist and trying to erase it because they're trying to erase history. But there's a certain thing called the Atlantic slave trade, right? And you had this area where the United States was the southern portion of the United States, right? In these other countries, going to Africa, grabbing slaves, dropping them off in the Bahamas, the United States, and other places, right? Rinse and repeat. It didn't go up north. It's going to the south. So a lot of slaves existed during the south, right? They were sitting there in the south. They were raised in the south. And they were worked to death in the south. And then they got their freedom. But what came with that freedom was a bunch of black codes impeding them from doing 
completely and utterly anything. Don't forget, they were just newly freed slaves and now given stature of human beings. Who you think owned every single solitary store? Racist ass white people. Who you thought was employing people? Racist ass white people. So how would black people get employment? Right? How would black people get employment? They'll get employment by going back into servitude. That's their debt peonage. Right? Talk to come in. That's why you need to go to school and learn things. So they didn't have money to move because they literally were free and have shit on their back. So the only way you can get to the north was lucking yourself there because everything, every other mode of transportation was owned by racist ass white people who will treat you like shit if you even came across them. Right? You were taking your life in your own hands trying to take those type of mode of transportation and more likely you didn't have the funds to take it. Right? So that grows generation after generation after generation of being stuck in that same place. Then you get redlining coming in <coughs> to help enforce that, you know, generations of generations of being stuck in that one area. And then for those very few and far between black people that had the ability to travel up north, what else started to happen? Well, you start to get the difference in finances, right? It started to get a lot expensive over there up north than it is down south. And you start to get that northern weather we start to get very brutal cold up north than it is down south. So those few and far between black people that did get to travel up there and create generation after generation after generation up there, some of them generations start to say, hey, it's cold up here up north. Let's go down south. Oh, it's too expensive here up north. Let's go down south. So you have different reasons, but a lot of it is the fact that they just couldn't move. You just couldn't move. It's hard to move. I'm pretty sure if I tell that nigga, hey, bro, all right, you evicted from your house today, find a place tomorrow. He'd be like, what? How about you got a million views on your uh, TikTok? You got to have money. Well, you know, I can't. I got to get movers. I got. Oh, even with a million views and money from grifting, it's hard as hell to get up and move. So how the hell you think they're going to do it when they didn't have any of that? Go to school. Read a textbook. Matter of fact, just read, period. Graduate from high school. Get an education. I, I can't imagine why. Could it potentially be because that's where all the, uh, the slave, you know, the, the slave plantations were, right? Like that's which yep. is where they stayed because it's hard to move. People always understate how hard it is to actually move. Like it's hard for me to move and I'm doing great. You know, financially speaking, like I could be doing a lot worse than I am now. I'm still in debt. But like, look around. I, I think I'm doing okay for myself. Yes. Speaking from experience, like you like to do, I, ha- I literally have to move. 
by February 4th at the most, I have to be gone. I got to go to court on the 7th to make sure that that stands. But anyway, out of all of it, I still can't go anywhere right now. I'm stuck right now. So, I'm trying to find places. One place start working out, that fell through. Next place start working out, that fell through. My wife don't want to work full time, but we need her to work full time. I'm trying hard to get things together so we can have the finances, improve the finances to have, that we had to be able to pay for these buildings. It's just like, wow. Because real truthfully, she wants me to move in with my dad so she can be lazy and not work. And the only thing you got to do is pay for his, you know, $1,000 mortgage, as you think. But that place is not fit for life in, in itself of it all because he didn't let it go to hell because he lost his mind because my mom passed away and he thinks he killed her. Oh, oh God. And I don't want to pay for all the fixing up of that motherfucker and be stuck in there for the next 45 years while taking care of him. It's hard as hell to move. It ain't easy. And I have to move. And yet, moving just across the street was bullshit. I hated every second of it. Moving is hard. So, like, yeah, a bunch of black people who were freed from slavery, chattel slavery, stayed down in that area because they couldn't, they had nowhere else to go and set up their own, you know, cities and whatever, their own towns as best they could, and then got crushed by white people yet again in the Jim Crow era, and and they're just kind of stuck there. A lot of them were just stuck there. Not... Now, you may be thinking that, oh, right, that's just kind of ridic- ridiculous. This dude got had more than that, right? 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 Y'all have better reason than that because that's the most dumbest reason already. Oh, no. It gets worse. All of them, but a lot of them, you know? And it's very expensive to move as well, you know? Like, the, uh, what do you mean, why are they there? <laughs> that don't make no sense. Make no goddamn sense. That's like all black people living in Canada. And we hate Nicole? <laughs> what the fuck? That's actually not true. There's some black people that like the cold weather. You know, me being one. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm going to be going skiing and shit. But I like some snow. I like the snow a bit. You know, I like the snow a bit. I mean, yeah, it's kind of cool. But that's not what I'm talking about. If it's the most racist place, why is it the highest concentration of black people? I just explained why. The descendants of black people who were victims of chattel slavery and their family just was either never able to move away or didn't want to. Like, it's valid to want to stay in the in the location of all of your family. You know what I mean? Like, what the f*** are you talking Like, this is just gross. It's like, what? Oh, you hate racism? Why don't you just move? Gee, I don't know. 
because I have parents here, or brothers and sisters, or like kids with their kids, maybe even. But I don't want to pick up and, and move my entire life because of racism. Like, that's not a solution here. The solution is to crack down on the racism. You know, it's not my fault they hate me for my skin color if I were black, right? Like, that's bullshit. Wouldn't it be the, the least concentration? That's so simple, but nobody think about that. Most of us would have- Many people think about that. You're not special, buddy. Left. If it was that goddamn- but See, now that a black guy's saying it, it's acceptable- No, not really. Most of us wouldn't have left. You know, there were areas where they had that. If you open up a textbook and learn a little bit, you would. There's a um, podcast I, well, I listen to called Redacted. That even goes and talks about it. There was a race riot in North Carolina. Wilmington, North Carolina. That no one talks about. They were forced out of Wilmington. Wilmington. Used to be majority black area, now is majority white. That other areas didn't do it. to say now it's a smart point right look i don't see finesse two times i don't see honeycomb brazy i don't see in elite chopper i don't see none of these cats shooting it out with the clan you heard you heard him he don't see people having shootouts with the clan because he believes that the clan still wear them white hoods and White garb and whatnot. Since he doesn't see that cartoonish type of violence that you may think, he's thinking that it should be called a duty outside in the streets. Seriously. I do see Klansmen killing a lot of black people. I know one that was killed. Maybe you might want to do a little research. The black guy was named Ahmaud Arbery. He was killed by a Klansman. Three Klansmen. They openly talked about how they wanted to kill black people. How the crime in their neighborhood, they associated exclusively to black people and black people alone. They openly used the N-word back and forth. One of those individuals... I think it was, um, it was, I think it was, um, Brian, right? I think his daughter was dating a black guy and he said now she got her monkey. Or N-word, if I'm correct. He's being racist about his daughter dating a black guy. So, I don't know where you at, bro. Maybe you might get underneath a motherfucking rock and actually look outside one day. But stop grifting, because uh, I know grifting make you a lot of motherfucking money. <laughs> Seriously. I'm sure I can easily grift being black. I can say, oh, racism doesn't exist. Oh, no, it's been a damn bit of racism. Matter of fact, Dr. King died for Epps. 
absolutely nothing. Because racism never, as a matter of fact, slavery never, ever happened. I never seen a slave a day in my life. So where's slavery? How do we have slavery? Slavery never happened. Never happened. Black people came here by choice. Slavery never happened. I'm sure if I say that on a podcast and put it out there on the airways, everyone will love it. All the racist people say, yes, yes, right, slavery never happened. Thank you, black man, for saying that. I'll get a million views. I can do one video right now if I wanted to and say slavery never happened. It was fake. It was fake. Never happened. They never brought a black person over here. Black people came here willingly on their own. And white people were generous and gracious and let them use their land. It was the fact that black people couldn't do anything because we had smaller skull shapes, smaller brain cells and couldn't cope and couldn't deal with anything. So white people had to take care of us and teach us how to do things and put us to work. They'll love it. They'll love, oh my God. We were gracious to you. Yeah, we were gracious to you niggas. I'm pretty sure if I get on Rumble right now, find Nick Fuentes and get on his program and say that. People be following me on my damn podcast. Like, you got, you got a video? Can you put up a video? Can, can you please? Can you please put up a video? Can you please say that? They'll love it. I'll be the next Candace Owens. I'll be making millions of dollars already. I'll have a Patreon. People be subscribing, giving you money every day. Because grifting is easy. Grifting is easy. Seriously, I get on there. Please get 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 my Patreon. I need to get some some money, some finance, some notoriety, so I can get this out there. Because we gotta stop the the educational system from lying to people, right? We gotta stop big uh, big education from lying to people because they lying to people. Seriously. You think I'm lying? I can do that and make mad money. Mad money. Make mad money. It's just that. <coughs> okay, guys, in the next part, I'm going to be talking about Matt Walsh. Yeah. So, listen out for the next part. Okay, everyone, welcome back. Like I said, I was going to talk about Matt Walsh. So, if you take your mind, cast it back to about a month ago, you know... 
let's say around that time period, there were elections going on. That's definitely a special election going on in Ohio. You know, people were electing individuals, but this was more important for not just the individual, but what was on the ballot. You see, they slipped up. Conservatives slipped up. The conservatives who are anti-democratic, anti-democracy and anti-democratic and, you know, pro, you know, absolution and shit like that, pro, you know, dictatorships and shit like that, totalitarianism, and basically just having all the rules and power for themselves, look at Donald Trump, he literally said it, yeah, his policy for if he gets reelected is to turn America into a totalitarian dictatorship. That's why you hear certain Republicans say, America is not a democracy, it's a republic. We have democracy. We have elections. People vote in those elections. And damn right, I have the right to make decisions since my ancestors dragged here kicking and screaming. So unless you're going to give me my, you know, 40 acres in a vehicle, which I already have, which is considered a mule, or 30 acres in a job, because a mule can do more than just take you back and forth. It can actually help you grow shit and take care of shit. So 40 acres and a damn good paying job. Yeah, at least I had the right to do is vote for fucking motherfuckers, right? That's the least that America can do for me if you're not going to give me reparations. Right? But beyond all that, you have here Matt Walsh throwing a literal childlike temper tantrum because he can't tell the women and people of Ohio what the hell to do with their lives. And please understand, that's the problem. If you listen to how he's whining, you'll hear that it is because he cannot control their lives. He can tell them when to have sex, how to have sex, if they can have sex, and what to do after those results. Since he can't be in their bedroom dictating everything that they need, they want to do, or say he wants them to do, he's throwing a hissy fit, a childlike temper tantrum, right? Let's listen to Matt Walsh. Trust me, I'm not going to let it play play for the whole time period. It's 14 minutes. I'm not going to try to kill you guys with that. I'll give you at least five, right? Straight outright, five, unimpeded. It was election day in a few states around the country. It was not a good day for Republicans. This should come as no surprise. Republicans haven't had a good day on election day since uh, 2018. It's been loss after loss after loss since then. Last time Republicans lost the governor's race in Kentucky, they lost the state house of Virginia, and the most troubling result of all, they lost on a ballot initiative in Ohio that has now enshrined child sacrifice as a constitutional right. 
Greetings from the Daily Wire, quote, voters in Ohio voted Tuesday to approve a ballot initiative that places a right to an abortion into the state's constitution. Pro-life advocates say the measure will effectively make abor abortion legal at any point in pregnancy. The initiative brought in millions in spending, with more than $18 million being spent in favor of the pro-abortion initiative, with just $7 million being spent in opposition since October, uh, since August 9th, according to NBC News. The effort to put abortion into the state constitution was backed by the Ohio Democratic Party, the ACLU of Ohio, Planned Parenthood, uh, and Ohio's Women's Alliance. Martin Haskell, a proponent, a proponent of partial birth abortion, gave $100,000 to Ohio physicians for reproductive rights, a political action committee that opposed a Republican-backed measure that would have made it more difficult to amend the state constitution as advocated for passage of issue one. Prominent Ohio Republicans like Governor Mike DeWine and Senator out against enshrining abortion into the state's constitution, calling the measure extreme. Now, this victory for baby murder was, of course, cause for celebration in the media and among child sacrifice enthusiasts across the nation. In Ohio, they applauded and cheered and embraced with tears of joy in their eyes. Watch. Abortion is health care. And abortion access is the law of the land in Ohio. Tonight, Ohioans United for Reproductive Rights passed issue one and put Ohioans back in charge of their decisions about pregnancy and abortion. Together, we successfully enshrined the right to reproductive freedom into the Ohio Constitution. Yeah. So... I know I said I was gonna do it outright, but you know they had commercials on this thing, uh, advertising pop up. So I'm gonna go ahead and talk about it. So, as you guys heard, he used baby murder, he used sacrifice, which of course meaning that if Matt Wall said it, it has to be 100 percent true. But wait, sacrifices are done through religious rituals. What religious rituals do we have? What religion do average Americans, number one, and people on the left actually, you know, practice it? The only one I know that's the biggest religion in America is Christianity. So Matt Walsh is saying Christians love to participate in child sacrifice because that's the biggest religion here it's Christianity you know I can ask the machine Alexa what is the number one religion in America See according to the Pew Research Center as of the most recently available data from 2014 the largest religion in the United States was Christianity about 71% of its population followed Christianity or one of its denominations. 71% of America. 71%. 71%. Alexa, where's the population of America? The population of the United States in 2023 is 340 million people. Alexa, what is 70% of 340 million? 70% of 340 is 238. So 248 million people. Thank you, because I, I forgot to say million, but 248 million people practice 
the religion of Christianity. Right? That's what that means, because he says 71% is Christianity. And that means that since we're talking about Christians, it's almost guaranteed that the large majority of those people in that room and the large majority of the people that voted to have an abortions legal in Ohio are Christians. So Matt Walsh says Christians love to have child sacrifices. I mean, it was in the Bible anyway. Then was Abraham about to murder his child for God. Until God say, hold, hold on, I'm Johnson, I'm Johnson, I'm Johnson, you. I'm Johnson, I'm just joking. Here, take that, uh, that sheep over there. A ram over there. Hey, I, I ain't know you guys gonna go through with it. Yeah, remember, that's literally in the Bible. God pranked Abraham and almost had him kill his own kid, if I'm correct. So you want to talk about child sacrifice? <laughs> so of course not. <laughs> Imagine reacting that way to the news that children in the womb just lost all of their human rights, because that's what the that's what this constitutional amendment does. It, it, it says that children in the womb have no rights at all. Um, if you are not yourself a bloodthirsty sociopath, it is impossible to fully imagine reacting this way, which is why, if you're like me, when you see them joyously celebrating the mass slaughter of children, you become more resolved than ever to fight and defeat these people. But if you're like many milk-toast Republicans, you become more resolved than ever to cower and compromise and give these people whatever they want in hopes that they will have mercy on you. And that has essentially been the analysis from a great many alleged conservatives since last night and before that. Uh, they have determined that not only was the result in Ohio an indictment of the pro-life <coughs> message, but that the other results were also indictments of the pro-life message. In fact, these Republicans insist that every Republican defeat in every recent election is because of abortion. We must abandon the issue or compromise significantly on it in order to have any chance of winning, they say. According to this conventional right-wing wisdom, the overturning of Roe in the Supreme Court was not a great victory for human rights, but was in fact a political disaster that is solely to blame for all of the losing the Republicans have been doing. The fact that this Republican track record of losing stretches back before Dobbs, the fact that they have been getting wiped out since before the Supreme Court issued any decision on this topic has apparently not occurred to these people. Or it has, but they find it convenient to blame pro-lifers anyway. If you turn on Fox News last night, and I'm not sure why you would ever want to do such a thing, uh, you, you would have heard a lot of this kind of capitulating and uh, blame shifting. Here's just a, a short taste of it. Democrats are trying to scare women into thinking Republicans right. don't want abortion legal under any circumstances. And I go back to Pennsylvania 2022, the Republican candidate for governor, if I remember correctly, no exceptions for rape, incest of the mother's life, and lost uh, to a non-incumbent uh, gubernatorial candidate, Democratic candidate, uh, by a margin that was not seen since the 1940s. So I have to believe that is an indication that the women in America, suburban moms, want it probably legal and rare and probably earlier than, you know, at the point of viability. How do they stop bumbling on abortion? Well, I, What's the answer? 
Well, number one, uh, well, uh, the, the Republicans have to clear up this issue across these states with clear lines, like a 15 to 20 week abortion ban with exceptions for life incest uh, and, and, and rape. And, and make it clear, you look at states where that is set in stone and we don't have these problems. We don't have these problems in Florida, we don't have these problems in Georgia, we don't have these problems in North Carolina. And part of that is, is because of that particular issue. So, like I said, five minutes, there you go. So you hear how he's whining, bickering and bitching, right? Oh, you know, babies in the womb don't have any rights. First and foremost, they don't have much rights that doesn't extend from the mom anyway because they're not human beings. Sorry, I cannot take my wife into a polling precinct and say she got the ability to vote twice because she's pregnant. I mean, because if I did, she'll be pregnant for the rest of her whole natural life. Hey, baby, you're pregnant right now. Go in there and vote. Girl, you're still pregnant. Go vote. Girl, you're pregnant again. Go vote. Girl, how come you keep getting pregnant? Go vote. Dead ass. I'll have like, goddamn. Be 50 years old. Girl, I ain't know you can get pregnant at the menopause. Go vote. Hey, man, I must be, uh, I must be Abraham over here because... Uh, I can't believe she's about 60 years old and still pregnant again. Go vote. Of course. They don't have that. They only have rights that extend from the mom, the carrier of that child. Seriously. (laughs) The individual who carries that child... is the one who dictates the rights of it. Because it does have rights. If you're a pregnant woman and someone tries, someone kills you and the baby, they get charged for both you and the baby's murder. Double homicide. Because the mom is dictating that she's going to carry was in her body to full term and birth a human being into this planet. And I know conservatives and like, well, did that mean that 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 in her stomach it is a human being, it's a fetus, it has rights and everything. And I was like, that wrong. Wrong. It's like, how is that wrong? Murder. Is a murder always a crime. Murder is it always a crime? Is you killing someone always a crime? And you should go to jail for the rest of your life. Of course, the answer is no. Common fucking sense, right? Common sense to say that. Of course, it's not guaranteed to be a crime. Trey walking down the street, sees him on the side of the road and put a bullet in their head. Eh, that's a crime. Someone breaks into his home, starts 
fight me, strangling me, cutting me, and stabbing me, and I grab a gun and put a bullet in their head while they try while they about to stab me in my throat. Of course, that's not a crime. You're defending yourself. Right? You're defending yourself. Common sense, you're defending yourself. I'm defending my home and myself. If I see someone attacking my my wife, beating her, raping her, and all that stuff, grab a gun, pull a bullet straight to the back of their skull. Of course it's not a crime. They were assaulting and raping my wife. I had the like being married, that is my God-given responsibility to defend her. Right? I've been enlisted, drafted into the military. I'm 34 years old, which is not that's never gonna happen. But hey, who knows? Donald Trump. He a draft dodging idiot, but hey, who knows? He drafts people. Go overseas and shoot some brown person. Because it's only going to be brown people, by the way. It's never anybody white. We never go to war. We never go to war with anybody white since World War II. Everything else been yellow, been brown, any minority. We don't go to war with anybody that's not a minority. Hell wrong with y'all. Only minorities. Exclusively minorities. But I'm be shooting somebody brown. I got the authority from the American government that that individual life may not be worth that much. Definitely, if they saw shooting at me. All right, put a bullet between a skull, call it a day. Right. It's just that. And you guys heard how how he was complaining. How he was complaining about, you know, how abortion isn't the thing that kills him. Like, I don't know why you, don't, why you don't believe it. Please, Matt Walsh, please keep telling them to keep up the fight. I mean, Sean Hannity said... I don't know why people think, uh, uh, you know, Republicans are, uh, you know, so pro-life that they're against, you know, the life of the mom, rape, and incest. Because you have Matt Walsh sitting there. If he's going to have double speak, Like I said, I wish I could, you know... Go to one of his, you know, meetings and talking and whatnot. Cause I'll go up there and ask, like, hey, Matt, I saw one of your videos, you know, dealing with the decision from Ohio. You know, you sat there, whined and cried and complained about, you know, how the Ohioans finally made decisions to have control over their bodies, and you don't. So I wanted to know why and. and if you're, if, was you compromised, you know, because you're complaining about Republicans compromising with Democrats and 
being for some measure of 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 abortion, you know, rape, incest, and life of the mom, and a 15, 20 week abortion. So you can have abortion up to that time period, right? When, of course, the Democrats and progressives definitely want to have an abortion up until the 26th week. And anything after that has to be a, you know, you already did situation, right? Those type of situations where, you know, pretty much mom already did. Now he's just trying to make sure that you don't have two bodies on you to clean up, up. right? So you want to compromise and say that, basically want to know if you're going to compromise and say that abortion, we should be able to have an abortion in case of rape, incest, in the life of the mom, which Republicans, a lot of them, suppose that pro-lifers are against. Or are you going to have a 15, 20-week abortion ban? Or are you going to stick to your guns and say, no abortion for any reason? You're going to be an abortion absolutist. Because when you was on your video, you dodged that quick, fast, in a hurry because you didn't want to open your mouth and say something stupid. So I want you to open your mouth and say the stupid thing right now. Thank you. You see, I will say it directly. I want you to say the stupid thing out of your mouth right now. Because when he's on your video, you talked the big game as if you were a pro-life absolutist. But I want you right now to say that it doesn't matter if you if the woman is raped, if the the impregnation is due to incest or the mom's life is online and she's going to die. I want you to tell the American people that you want them to die for involuntary pregnancy. That the baby, if you want to call it that, will still be stillborn and you still have to mind that she has to die with the fetus. Please do so. Or are you really going to compromise? Let's see what decision you make. Because I know he's going to compromise. He's going to compromise. Well, of course, I'm not going to tell the mom and people that, you know, if they have a dead fetus in their body, that they have to die with the fetus. That's kind of idiotic. No one's going to say that. Well, that's the point. Because you got a lot of Republicans and conservatives out there actually saying that they are pro-life absolutists. That's the point. You got a lot of Republicans and conservatives saying they're pro-life absolutists. Herschel Walker, pro-life absolutist. You know, he had abortions already. When he's on the video... You were talking for 14 minutes and you didn't come back and say, oh, no, you know, we are not like that. We're not for, you know, women dying while having a dead body in them. Yes, you should get an abortion and get that thing out of you so you don't die. Yes, we don't want a 10-year-old who was just raped by her, you know, uncle to carry 
the term another baby. Because why is this baby having a baby? Knowing full well the viability of that thing is going to be pretty much shit. The chances of that baby surviving is small. And that child should not be going through that horrific situation. And no, her body is not going to create some way for her to be able to endure that. Because it wasn't meant to be able to that, for that to be able to happen. Or because the body is creating that possibility doesn't mean that it's time for her to do it. Because everything takes its course. Just like a 11-year-old child should not be a father. Correct? Because I don't believe that an 11-year-old should be impregnating people. 10-year-old could sometimes happen at 10. No one would say that. No one would say, yeah, he should be forced to be a father, raise a child, take care of a child. No, his mind ain't even fully developed. He ain't, he's in middle school, man. Sixth grade. Just starting to know what the, uh, the function of a, of, a, of a girl's body. Girls in this class don't even have the fully developed body yet. They ain't even developed titties yet. They still flash a boy. Come on now. No. see that Sean Hannity pleading with Republicans to come up with a strategy a winning strategy maybe going to those to that 90's Democrat you know safe legal and rare Right? Sounds pretty good, don't you think? Yeah. Because I don't think a, a, anybody's going to be the type of person to say, well, you know, having a kind of rare, you know, rare chance of it happening. It's going to be a bad thing. Making sure that it's nice and safe is going to be a bad thing. Making sure that it's definitely legal. Everything is good, you know, all that is gonna be a bad thing. No, it's not. Of course everybody like that. <coughs> because that's what the Democrats start off at. They start off at safe, legal, and rape. That's why they have it. They already know it. That's the whole idea of pro-choice. You have a choice in the matter. You can make that decision on your own. Right? You and your doctor are the only individuals making this decision. You're deciding, alright, should I have this abortion? Is it right for me to have this abortion? Is this the right time period? Should I try to carry it through? You're going through and you and your doctor are making that decision. Because the doctor in this situation don't have a financial interest at stake, right? 
You already paid for just being there. Right? That's all you're getting. Other than that, you got to do your job. Should they have it? Should they not? I don't see anything wrong with that. And there's a cutoff point. That's why we had Roe versus Wade, because they had cutoff points. You had your first trimester, which was free up for grabs. You know, whenever that first trimester ended, you know, then it was, you know, the second trimester. That's when you start to get counseling and, all right, do you, you sure you want to do this? You know, you sure you want to do that? You, you, are you sure about that? You, you've been having, caring for this long. Are you sure about that? You've been caring for this long. You might want to think about being, that you might want to do that or not, right? And then the third trimester is, you know, all right, so what, uh, so what orphanage you want us to send it to? That's like it because it's not going to gender, gender the individual. There you go. That should be a, uh, on the offense. Right? Because the dude literally stepped across already on purpose. I'm oh, sorry. I'm watching football. There you go. Because I'm about to say, a person walked across like that and had to take a step and then actually had the ability to stop. You kept going. That best to be on the offense. Like, they've been over here. they professionals, bro. You stopped and you're like. But anyway, like I was saying. That's how Rovers Wade basically broke down. First trimester, all game. Second trimester, it was, you know, you got something. But you got some thinking to do. Third trimester was, okay, so what orphanage you wanted to send it to? Seriously, it was like that. What orphanage you wanted to send it to? That's how it went. Now, Republicans got mad and said... We don't want you to have abortion, period. Why? Because we hate women. Women should be only be in the kitchen, cooking food, and be a hole for me to fuck. That's what they thought. And so they're trying to take as much control over women's body as possible. Go figure. Women are like, ah, like control of our own bodies. <laughs> be like control of our own bodies nah let's get it back <laughs> it was ridiculous he's throwing a hissy fit man Walsh throwing a hissy fit talking about how it's child sacrifice and shit like that like only people believe in child sacrifice is his type of Repub- Republican conservatives Christians and whatnot, who actually believe in sacrificing and whatnot. Those evil devils. Excuse me, evangelicals. (laughs) The only them, they're the only ones that believe in that. Saying that they don't have have any rights. Well, the rights only exist to the extent of the mom anyway. Because last I checked, the fetus can't vote. A fetus can't drive a car. Right? (laughs) Can't drive a car. Can't vote, you know. Can't even have a bank account for real, because the bank account still belongs to the mom. You can have the baby's name on it, 
Ew, if you want to be like that, you want to be cute. But that's your dad going bank account, man. Be real. That's your bank account, brah. That's your bank account, brah. That ain't no, ain't the child bank account. That's your bank account. I don't care if you don't believe it. Well, join. So, <laughs> hey, it's all on you. It's all on you. I, I, I can't understand how he flipped out like that. The straight up lie like that is ridiculous. To say that this abortion, that this viability for abortion, this win for abortion, is for child sacrifice and child murder, senseless murder and whatnot, as if they actually care about, you know, as they actually care about children. Like, I I hate how these conservatives fake as if they care about children. Because he's trying to say that he cares, but he doesn't. Again, if you cared about children, if you cared about children, you would do things to actually help them. You would do things to actually help the mom and the parents, right? You'll be for increasing the minimum wage because you know that increasing the minimum wage heavily, definitely one of the biggest things that you can do to help the child, right? To help the child. It allows for them to be able to have actual security, financial security. Being for things like, you know, social safety nets, like universal basic income, universal health care, things like that. Because universal inc- basic income allows for you to still have income regardless of the situation you having a job or not. So if you're in between getting jobs, you still have money coming in while you're transitioning from job to job. So your bills can still be paid. Universal health care, so you, the mom, the, the baby, and everyone else can be taken care of when it comes to their health care. Right? So you can go to the hospital or doctor's office Whenever you're hurt, whenever you need to have a basic checkup, whenever you need medication, right? You'll be for these things to actually help these people, and especially the child, but he's not. He's completely against it. You'll be for allowing the government to set prices for medication, put caps on these Big pharma, big big pharma organization when it comes to medication. Right? You'll be for that. But the problem being is he's not. He's not. He's not for any of that. Go figure.
He's not for any of that. He's not for any of the individuals who actually want any of the individual things that actually help people. You know, he's not for that. I wonder why. Because again, it's not about the children. It's never been about the children. Ron DeSantis did the whole don't say gay bill. It wasn't for protecting the children. Try to make it seem like it was. Oh yeah, is, is, is this for, you know, first, second, and third grade elementary school kids? And then what happened? High school get, get brought into it. Then adults get brought into it. And now you can't have, you know, gender affirming care for anyone. Hmm. Really now. You don't say. You don't say. Because it never was for just children. It was for the control of the individuals. Because Republicans only care about taking control away from them. That's the point. Again, it's never been for that. It's never been for, you know, actually protecting people and taking protecting children. It's always been for control. And control alone. It's only been for that. That's the only thing that was important. How much control can you take away? I mean, seriously. How much control can you take away from people? How much control can you have over people? Because they don't care about anything else. They don't care about anything else. They don't. (laughs) They don't. Never did, never will. (laughs) Never did, never will. Bill. Never kid. It was never about protecting people. It was never about protecting children. It was not about doing anything. They don't care. They don't care. You expect them to actually care about, you know, your medical situation? They're trying to take away Medicare. Expect them to actually care about your social security? They don't care about that. They're trying to get rid of social security. You think they're supposed to care about those things? They don't. They want to get rid of those things. And that's the point. That's why I got to the situation that we are now with, you know, Matt Walsh whining and crying because, oh, damn. You know, you don't have, like, they got rid of your right to take away their rights for abortion. That these people want to actually thinking for themselves and say, hey, yeah, you know, uh, we should have rights over our own selves instead of letting their boss tell us what to do. Right? You know, we should have some control over ourselves instead of letting Matt Walsh tell us what to do. 
And that was lying and crying, bickering bitch. <laughs> Ridiculous. But yeah, that's what I wanted to show you guys. That Matt Walsh whining and crying about, you know, the fact that Ohioans decided to actually have rights. Basically. They said, hey, we're going to have rights again. You know, we'll have rights again. <laughs> While Matt Walsh is mad, he can't take that rights away. Anyway, this is going to be right in the podcast, guys. Later. <laughs>